0: Hello everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Go on. Go on. With your hosts, Philip Randazzo and JT Burns. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and I'm so excited that you guys have decided to tune in today because I'm bringing you a very special interview with a very, very close friend of mine. It's the one, the only Mr. Kyle Steiner. And for those of you who don't know Kyle Steiner, that's okay You you don't need to yet, but I promise you, you will know who he is in the future. He is one of those guys who, from the, the first time I met him, it was probably when I was a sophomore or something in high school, I knew this kid was going places. Other than the fact that he was always the guy who had the newest Apple gear, that's just something about Kyle. He's an Apple junkie. He's a Steve Jobs Pixar junkie. Um, but I knew this kid was going places, and I- i'm i 'm very grateful to bring you guys this interview because he is at the brink of going places right now. Not that he hasn 't gone places yet i 'll get into his bio here in a second, but he is looking he he you know he just put in his two weeks at his job he is going one hundred percent full board with his key listener production company, which is the company that he now runs. Um, I'm so excited to see what he has in store for the future. And so real quick, I'm going to get into Mr. Kyle Steiner's bio. Um, So Kyle is the founder of Key Listener Productions. He's the author of the acclaimed children's book, The Legend of the Squagger, which can be found on Amazon. I'll link to that in the show notes. And he also hosts Bozeman's number one radio talk show, The Key Listener Show. Now, for those of you who are like Bozeman, is that, is he hosting a clown radio show? No, no, no. Bozeman is a place in Montana. It's a very beautiful place and it is where Kyle Steiner calls home. Um, You know, for all the crazy hats, the different hats that he might wear, I always know where I can find Kyle and that is in Bozeman, Montana. That is not something I can say of myself. I am all over the map. For those of you who know me, I'm I'm never in one spot. You never will know where I'm at. But Kyle, although he's into so many different things, uh, I always know that he's going to be in Bozeman. And that bio, by the way, guys, is is very um, <laughs> very slim. Uh, it, it doesn't actually contain everything that Kyle does. Key Listener Production is a company that does marketing. They do voiceovers. They do video. They do radio. I mean, Kyle, anything that has to do with media, Kyle can handle without a doubt. You know, he he hosts the number one talk show, radio show in Bozeman, um, which just goes hand in hand with his voiceover skills. He was a film student at Montana State, which is located in Bozeman. He is someone who is going places, and I'm sure that after you guys listen to this interview, you will be well aware of it, and you'll be sure of it yourselves. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed conducting it. And without further ado, here is my interview with Mr. Kyle Steiner. All right, hello. Thank you for joining us today on the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host Philip Randazzo, and I am sitting here today with the one, the only Mr. Kyle Steiner. Kyle, how's it going? It's going great, my man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad we got you on the podcast. It's been a long time since you and I have have had a nice little chat.
1: Yep, absolutely. And I'm really excited to be a part of, you know, everything that it is that you're doing and and being a mix of a, a bunch of cool people.
0: That's awesome. I I appreciate it, Kyle. So, so for those of the of, of those listeners that, that don't know your story, if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving us a brief overview of everything um, that, that you're doing at the moment and kind of give us the the background story of, you know, what led you to what you're doing today.
1: Absolutely. So I'll give you the spark note version because, you know, um, looking back on it, there's always so many things that you have done and and you try to remember every last little detail of all those things. So I'm going to try to give you an overview of everything. but. For the longest time, and I would say, "You and I have been friends for a while um, i 've always tried to do things differently. Um, you know when everyone was going to location X for college, I went to location z and and to try to stay off the the beaten path is exactly what uh, my mantra has always been and and I'm hoping will continue to be so I came up to Bozeman, Montana, the last best place in the world mm-hmm. and really got into uh, the film industry. And and lo and behold, there's a film school um, at Montana State and and got into that and realized, you know, the only way to break into the film industry at the time, that was five years ago, is to move to Hollywood. Well, that's the last thing in the world I ever wanted to do after falling (laughs) in love with Bozeman. So I thought, well, what is it that I really get excited about? And I realized that being behind the camera was something, but being in front of the camera was was something else. And it really had this impact on me on wanting to tell a story both um, as who I am, but being able to present that story in different mediums. So I tried to tie as much film into everything it is that I was doing, and it ultimately led me to um, a great passion for marketing. And I didn't realize it at the time, but five years later, I now understand that Everything's sort of connected together. So, starting with film, you know, uh, I, I worked my way up in film, and then I realized, well, let's get into radio. That's a different medium. It's in the same type of industry. It's in the entertainment industry. So, I uh, went to one of the local stations here in Bozeman, KGLT, and said, "Hey, how can I become a DJ?" So they put me through this course. It was about uh, three, three to four months, and they said, "Okay, well, are you ready to go on the air?" And I said. You know, (laughs) ready more ready than I'll ever be. Yeah. So they put me on the air at midnight, and it's a three hour show once a week. And I said, "Well, if I want to be the next Ryan Seacrest, if I want to be the next Howard (laughs) Stern, how in the world do I really get my voice out there in a way that it hasn't been presented before?" So I targeted the the college town uh, demographic and. And then I thought, well, that's dumb. Why just target one demographic? Why not have enough content to target everyone? So I really ramped up the show, which came to be the key listener show, um, as uh, entertainment for all ages. And luckily for me, it turned into that. And to this day, we still have a ton of listeners. Um, we were one of the few talk shows in Bozeman, and... Uh, just ratings wise, based off of the few other stations that we have here, it is the number one talk show. My buddy Carl Berenson and I do it and it's just, it's great. It's, it's, it's once a week for three hours. We get to goof around, talk about what's going on in the news, but we really try not to get political or, you know, too to PC on anything and, yeah. and just have a good time. So with radio that led into, okay, well, what else can I do? So I, I got into writing, uh, and I published a children's book two years ago, sort of like an uplifting little tale about a squirrel that plays baseball, and um, just sold my 200th copy uh, last month. which That's is, incredible. It's exciting for Good a kid's book because man. Good for you. there are so many kid's books out there that you really have to set yourself apart, and when you try to do that, you realize it's been done before. So I touched on radio, I touched on film, I touched on writing, and and I still always go back to the marketing aspect of all the different endeavors that I've taken part in. And I realize it's, it's the advertising of the certain things that I do that I love. So um, at this point in time, I've ramped up Key Listener Productions, which is a full-fledged multimedia creative house that covers anything from radio ads to TV ads, tying in all of my passions and all of my experiences that I've had and and marketing my services to uh, not only the Bozeman community but but pretty much worldwide. And so, I haven't gone overseas yet, but but nationwide I'm I'm pretty happy with the success that I've seen. Um, but it's just so interesting to me looking back on it saying, well it all started with you behind the camera and then you got in front of the camera and then you got behind the mic and then you got in front of the mic on TV. And then, you know, it just sort of all connected and and here I am today.
0: I love it. I love it. And and that's something that I've noticed in my own life. And that's something that I think a lot of successful people notice is that there's a string of events that happen that lead you to ultimately where you're supposed to be. And so I think it's incredible that you kept up with that. And And like you said, I'm the same way, you know, people are going down path X and I'm trying to be as far away from path X as possible. Yep. Just because, you know, it's, it's just that entrepreneurial mindset. You want to do something different. You don't want to just follow the crowd. You want to you want to make an impact. So,
1: exactly. And I think in this day and age, too, it's so difficult to to be on on a different path than everyone else because you're either deemed a hipster or you're deemed uh, a <laughs> failure because you're not really going along with the mindset that everyone has. Go to college, graduate, get a job, and I think everyone's realizing. That's not what they want to do. And I think it's a generational thing. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure our generation is finally realizing that's not how we want things to work.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're spot on with that. I know that's true for me and for a lot of people that are members of our Yield Mastermind group. It's true for them as well. You know, it's college is a great system to place people in corporate management type of positions. And if you want to do your own thing, if you want to make a difference, if you want to actually go to a job that, you know, brings joy and passion to your life it's, it's not, it's, you're not going to find that by, you know, doing the cookie cutter, or follow the
1: yellow mm-hmm. road path. So exactly, that's awesome, man. Yep. It's pretty fun. And it's, it's always, uh, it's like Steve Jobs once said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So at this point in time, I can, I can reflect on, okay, well, this is where the dots connected the past however many years and looking forward, I have no idea what will come of this and what, what new technologies and new mediums will be created that I will hopefully learn and adapt. But it's just so much fun to take step by step and then turn around and be like, oh, that's how I got here.
0: Yep. That's incredible. That's incredible. And for for those listeners out there, um, you know, Kyle references his his children's book. And and that book is called The Legend of the Squiger. You can find that on Amazon. Um, Squiger is S-Q-U-I-G-E-R. And uh, I haven't read it yet, but I will purchase that book, Kyle. No, um, I'll
1: send you a copy. I'll
0: send beautiful, you copy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, and so, and, and for those of you who are listening, so when he talks about he has a full fledged, you know, multi medium deal going on. Like I'm, I'm scrolling your website right now. I mean, you have marketing, you have voice, you have publishing, you have radio. I mean, you are just doing a multitude of different things. I'm just curious, do you have a favorite of one of those things that you do? Are you equally uh happy and ready to to do all those things or if you had to pick one of those things that that you could do and and it could only be one, what would it be?
1: Um I would say voice and um it's tough because most uh voiceover actors are just that they're actors. They've they've gone to the the movie industry, they've gone to some certain variation thereof and have broken in as an actor. So for you to just come in and say, I just want to you know, lend my voice to your TV commercial or to your animated film is easier said than done. You have to get an agent. You have to do this. You have to do that. There's so much to it, and there's so much competition. And, and unfortunately, you either have a great voice or you don't. And yeah. I think um, it's, it's not so much how you sound, but it's how you present yourself. And there are a lot of people out there that think, oh, you know, I can sit behind a mic and I can be on the radio or I can lend a voice to to some commercial. But once you get behind that mic, you sort of get stage fright regardless if you're the only person there because you really start overthinking everything. Yeah. Um. So it's an art and it's an art that I love to study and I love to learn about and I love to take my imagination uh, to new levels with. So I would say that is – is is the most desirable of the things that I'm currently doing.
0: That's awesome. That's incredible. And so for someone who might be interested, maybe there's a listener out there who's interested in getting into voice or radio, um, what resources or tools do you use to learn more about this field? Um,
1: is there books that you've read, websites you go to, blogs, whatever? You know, I think um, I've taken more of like a guerrilla warfare approach to it. I, I I sort of just dove headfirst into, well, shoot, put me on the radio um, and and you sort of, you start building up um, different shows and different recordings, and you put that together, and you create a tape, and you sort of, you know, sell yourself to um, to what you have content-wise, and then you can either go back and recreate it or whatever, but I think, for me, um, YouTube has been huge, as with most people our age, um, mm-hmm. and 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 really just reading up on the on the acting aspect of it really how to uh, assume a different role when you were behind the mic
0: gotcha that's great advice yeah and i think i mean when it comes down to it i think the only real way to learn to do something is to put yourself in it and just dive head first and so you having done that i think that's probably the most valuable lesson and learning experience that you could have ever had as far as you know getting this experience and that's something that's going to tell you right away. Okay, either I love what I I love this. I love doing radio or I absolutely hate it, you know. There's mm-hmm. no there's no process beforehand of, oh, I'm going to take these classes or read this book or whatever. Right.
1: It, and the yeah. problem I have with we were talk, touching on it a little bit before, with with college in this day and age, they tell you you get one person's opinion. This is how it's done. Yep. And if you don't do it that person's way, then, you know, it results in a bad grade. So there's really no learning from that in my opinion for for certain artistic type of um of of paths in school but but for the most part, it is scary to dive head first, and it is scary to realize, oh my God, you know I'm doing something that most people would never even have fathomed to do, and most people who maybe wanted to do it didn't do it, so it's a good feeling, but at the same time, I think the being afraid overpowers at times, and as long as you just push through that, what's the worst that can happen, you know yeah, yep. Yep.
0: Spot on. And and I, you know, I heard a quote once and I forget who it was from, but basically it's, it's that until you get out of your comfort zone, until you Mm -hmm. get out of your safety zone, you actually don't learn anything. And that's, that's where you do the most learning. So I think that's, that's sage advice for anyone who's, who wants to try something new. I mean, even if it's something like going to the gym, you know, if you've been doing something the same way and you haven't gotten a different result, well, you know, no shit. You're doing the exactly. same things over and over again. You have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. So I think that's awesome that you learned that at such an early age.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's something that you just sort of have to pick up. Nothing yep. can be taught for you to, to take on that trait.
0: Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, like you said, uh, you know, we've been friends for a while and and having known you for so long, I know, about you, that you just have an energy, you know, in high school, I knew that you were going to take a different road traveled than everyone else was going to take. And it's proved correct. And and all that you've done, I mean, from your radio to your book to film, I mean, you, you wear many hats um, and that, that requires a certain energy level. And so, you know, what is it? Do you have any tools? You know, where do you get your energy from and how do you maintain it?
1: I think I I was thinking on this the other day, you know, what is it that sets me apart from everyone else? And I think I thrive off of stress. And which is not a great answer and it's not a healthy answer, but it's something that, you know, a lot of people can just kick back at night, turn on Netflix, binge 5 episodes of, you know, whatever it is that they're watching and and be happy. And if I were to sit around for longer than I'll be gracious and give myself two episodes. (laughs) I'd go nuts because my mind is constantly, you know, just spinning and all the plates are spinning and all the gears are going and I love it and it's a great feeling. And I think that if everyone tries to think outside the box, which sometimes society says don't do that, but if everyone just tries to do it in anything that they're doing, you know, I watch Netflix sometimes and I think, oh, they should have done this better or I'll read a book, you know, sometime I'll be like, oh wait, I wonder what, you know, this other book is doing that this book. hasn't done for me. Just constantly challenge yourself to think bigger and bigger with each idea, Uh, which ultimately I think results in stress because to to kind of calm that or slow it down is not something I have figured out yet. And maybe it's just an age thing and it'll happen sooner than later. But for the time being, there's so much that I want to do and there's so much that I am doing that the stress keeps me going. And it's like one day it's going to feel so rewarding. Not that it doesn't now, but it's just like the ultimate reward will hit.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, right now, you know, it's a grind. We're, we're young. You're trying to launch your, your key listener productions. It's a grind. And, you know, I'm right there with you. You know, I can't, when I'm, when I'm sitting watching a a mindless TV show, for some reason, I just, I feel like I'm not utilizing my full potential. I don't know what, I don't, I can't explain it, but I I feel like I'm very similar to you in that, in that respect. And so, you know, you hit on something that I, I really thought was important for people to understand. And that's, you know, being conscious as you're reading these books, as you're watching these shows, you know, a lot of people will watch a, a Netflix show or read a book to quote unquote zone out or, or get out of their heads. And, you know, I, I don't think that's healthy. And I think, you know, the fact that you are active, like you're, you're in the moment, you're present in what you're doing, you're conscious about what you're doing enough to, you know, ask questions. I think that's critical in, in the success that you've had.
1: There's, yeah, and I appreciate that. And I think that there's one thing to my mindset that I've learned that I need to improve on. And that is cherish each and every relationship that you have with someone or something. Because even if it's not a good one, you learn from it. And I've realized in the past that I will get so caught up in my thoughts that I will blow off things or people or whatever to keep on keeping on with with what's going on in my head. And with that it's dangerous because you miss out on so much. And you know one of my favorite things to do every day I go to a coffee shop and it's at the point where they all know me so I don't even need to buy anything anymore. <laughs> but I'll just go sit on my iPad or you know bring the Wall Street Journal or whatever and just read for like a half hour. That's it. And and just sort of sit back, relax. And the reason I do it at a coffee shop is because you never know who you're going to meet. And that's one of the things that I've trained myself to do over the past few years is, you know, put yourself in a position to succeed. You can't win the lottery unless you go buy a lottery ticket. So mm. if you're sitting at home doing all this stuff, great. But go to a coffee shop, invest in the $3 latte because you never know who you might run into. And you never know who you might meet or or even come across in, in some book that might be lying on a table. So it's so important to really Capitalize and choose your own luck. It's one of my main mantras, and I just try to strive for it each and every day.
0: That is such sage advice. Thank you for sharing that, Kyle. And you know, with that, is there any other daily activities or routines that you do on a daily basis uh, that that helps put you in a in a place to be successful?
1: You know, I think other than the coffee shop, it's tough. Like you know, I currently um, am working a full time job, forty hours a week, and. That takes away a lot of time, and I think a lot of the people who uh, I come across who tell me, you know, hey, I have this great idea, I want to do this, I want to do that, even girlfriends who say, hey, I want to, you know, start my own makeup company. It's like, great, we'll do it. There's nothing stopping you. And I think what happens is, is people get comfortable with a paycheck, people get comfortable in what they're used to in the routine of their their day-to-day job, and they don't try to break through that barrier. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're comfortable, be comfortable. But I would say going to the coffee shop and, and allotting that 30 minutes to an hour every day to really just separate work from my actual personal life and just have this sort of in between time slot of, hey, try to do something big with your ideas is crucial. And that's what I try to do every day.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I think you, you hit it on the head when you talk about comfort. You know, it's, it's tough because, you know, people, <clears throat> you know, comfort is a big thing. And but I also believe that when you're comfortable, you're not willing to make any changes or sacrifices to better yourself. And so, you know, I think being comfortable at times is, is good. But I also think that you need like we talked about earlier, you have to push yourself out of that comfort zone if you want to grow in any sort of substantial way.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay, so real quick Kyle, um, you know, we talk about what you've been doing, how you get your energy. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when you come across a hard time or when you have an obstacle that you're trying to overcome and, you know, it might knock you down a little bit, it might um, you know, kind of get you down, what do you do to to pick yourself back up to keep
1: yourself going? Um That's a great question. Uh I think What a lot of people uh, realize with age, and I think it comes sooner rather than later, that living is tough. I mean, going to the grocery store and buying groceries is tough. Everything that you do throughout your day is tough. And you have to train yourself and learn this isn't even a stumble, but just assume that this is the norm. And until you can improve and better yourself, create a new norm. And I really try to always have the mindset and it's easier said than done. And it's always easier sometimes, you know, rather than others to always think things are going to work out. If you get fired, you'll find another job. It could be a blessing in disguise. If you don't meet a deadline, it's okay. People will understand. You can always, you know, create a contingency plan for, for whatever it is that you were doing just always be positive and it's so hard to do and i will admit sometimes i fail at it i mean just hardcore hit the ground fail and but it's great because i know from the times that i have failed there are times to improve so to be positive i think is just one of those things that you just have to do and if if something's really tough in your life get in your car take a drive go to someplace you haven't been before. Go to a, go to a restaurant, go to a bar, go into the mountains, go sit on the beach, just go somewhere that you're not used to and just sit back and and realize that, Hey, things could be worse. Um, but to keep that positive mindset is for me, first and foremost.
0: I, yeah, I think that's awesome advice. And, I was just going to ask you, you know, those times that you do fail and fall flat on your face, what is it that you might do? And when you talk about going and taking a drive, I know, you know, we we kind of uh, lost touch as far as communication over the past couple of years, but I would always see pictures of you taking these drives. And so I, 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 it's a safe assumption. I would say that that's something that you might do when you maybe hit a hard time. You just kind of Let go, maybe turn your cell phone off and take a drive, something like that.
1: Yes, and fortunately enough, I live in a in a beautiful place. So uh, you know, it may take two hours to get to the next town, but you know, along that way, you're going to come across something pretty cool. Uh, Which for me, I, I would love to live in a big city sooner than later. But I go to these big cities and I realize I don't know if I could do it. So to me, it's sort of therapeutic to be able to just get out of the hustle bustle and sort of just see where the road takes you.
0: Yep. Awesome. Wonderful. All right, cool. So now Kyle, we're, we're both young guys and the people that are going to be listening to this are going to be predominantly young people. And one of the things that young people have, that's an obstacle to almost every young person is that they don't yet have all the resources that it might take um, to see success. They may not have the financial resources. They may not have the time resources. Like you said, you, know, mm-hmm. you work a full-time job. So what is it that you do to be resourceful uh, in times where you, know, you, you, don't have, you work in a 40-hour-a-week job? Where do you get resourceful to you know, make key listener productions happen and to, and to find your success?
1: I never believed it more than I believe it now. But the saying that it's not in what you know, it's who you know, is just A-game, prime stuff. You it, and, and going back to the whole connecting the dots, uh, looking backward type thing, being able to sit in a coffee shop every day puts me in the position to sort of have conversations with people I wouldn't normally have conversations with. And I think a lot of the projects that I've been... Um, successful on, and even the ones i haven 't been successful on it 's been because i 've gone around and i 've introduced myself to people i 've gotten into a mix of a different type of group or or whatever and and gotten to know people. The number one resource you have are the people around you because you can learn from them you can learn what to do what not to do from them you can you know benefit from them both financially or uh, logistically or ideal-wise or whatever. I mean, they're all around you, and that is the number one resource. Um, just for an example, I, I have someone I work with at my full-time job, um, and she is 10 times more organized than I am. And she's been helping me along the way with Key Listener Productions to get the whole system, the whole company, the whole office and business up and running and organized. Hadn't I met her, I would not feel as comfortable as I do now with being okay and happy with, hey, this is how the company is going to run on a day-to-day basis. Um, So without her, I wouldn't be where I'm at at this point in time. But that's not something that you can find from a book or that you can find from school or, or these other resources around you. So I think, first and foremost, meet as many people as you can because you never know who you're going to meet. That
0: is incredible advice, Kyle. And that's something. So there's a guy, his name is Charlie Tremendous Jones, and he has this quote where he says, you'll be the exact same person you are today in five years from now, except for two things, the people that you meet in the books you read. And I think you hit on that perfectly just now it's, and, and I know for me and, and in my experience, it's been the same way, you know, there hasn't been a job that I've gotten without having made a connection first. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't just put a resume in and, and, you know, get picked. So right. I think that's incredible advice. And I think, if, if a listener is to get anything out of this, it's, you know, really capitalize on those personal connections, make an effort to get to a coffee shop, get to a place where you can connect with people who might be able to help you uh, or who you might be able to help. I think that's incredible advice.
1: And I think the key to all of that is, is don't go to the same place. I mean, if you have your favorite place, of course, go there. But don't don't assume that one place is going to have the answers to all of your problems. Go to places that you might meet people who you never fathomed hanging around because it's from those people that you'll learn the most. Um, I know, I mean, just from you know, our friendship, I learned more about fitness in three months, uh, one summer, a few years ago than I have ever learned and continue to not learn.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and I think, you know, it's, it, you and I at the, at the time, um, we had opposite interests. You know, you were very fitness driven and I was, Uh, not, (laughs) and, (laughs) and now I look back on that every day I go to the gym and I say, oh, you know, I'll pick up from the few things that you taught me, but hadn't I, you know, hung around you, I wouldn't have ever been able to draw from that.
0: Yep. And I, well, I, first of all, appreciate that. And yeah, it's, I think you're exactly right. It's surrounding yourself. And that's one of the things that I think we do really well at our mastermind group. Um, and I think those listeners who are members of our group would attest to this is that we like to bring together a very diverse group of people because, it's from that diversity and people who have different backgrounds and different interests and are at you know different stages of their their young lives. It's it's from that type of diversity that brings together you know great answers, great conversations, and can really push people forward. So I think that's great advice, Cobb. Thank you. Awesome. And so. You know, just one last question before we get into the, the rapid fire portion of our podcast here, you know, what's what's next for you? What's in store, you know, for Key Listener Productions? What is that next one big thing that you're most excited about right now?
1: You know, um, so with this full-time job that I have been working in a few weeks, I will no longer be working that full-time job. And I think hopefully I've planned um, appropriately to be comfortable living situation-wise for a little while. But to really ramp up marketing, uh, Key productions as that creative house and, and reaching out to, uh, we'll start with Bozeman and then we'll work our way sort of as a ripple effect outward and see what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, we already have a few people lined up that we're going to be doing work for, uh, but I'm, I don't have a, a clear answer to what I'm most excited about because I don't know what I'm going to expecting which is super exciting but yeah yeah uh, that's that's where I'm at for you and I that's exciting for most that would be absolutely terrifying so yeah I mean don't get me wrong it is absolutely terrifying but it is it's more exciting than terrifying
0: that's awesome well congratulations on that Kyle that's a huge step and that's that's a necessary step and like we were talking prior to getting on the air about you know taking that step and and how critical it is and and at this point in our lives it's the best point in time to take a step like that because you have the least amount of financial obligation, you have the least ties to hold you down to something, why not take that leap? So congratulations for actually doing it.
1: Yep, yeah, thanks so much. It's 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 really fun.
0: Awesome. All right. So we are now reaching the rapid fire section of the podcast here so i'm going to ask you some questions you don't need to respond super quick like <laughs> like it's a total rush <laughs> yeah. situation but um so we'll we'll get it started here so Kyle what is one book besides legend of the squigger that you would recommend to someone to read
1: um my favorite book is called Albert of Adelaide and hmm. uh it's about and call me crazy but it's about this platypus who lives in a zoo in australia and um his biggest dream is to pretty much break free of his cage and and go to the mythical land of the outback where you know his family's from and, and whatever else. And uh, the moral of the story pretty much is, you know, it's not the destination, it's the journey. And as cliche as that sounds, it's tied into a great little story, but it just sort of really hits home in the sense of you know what, don't shoot for such a big goal that you don't have fun along the way.
0: I love it. Wonderful advice. All right. And so, Kyle, what one podcast or blog or, you know, tool for content
1: would you recommend to people? This podcast.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny because I think um, just doing this, this whole experience has been, I've learned more about myself in the past however many minutes, talking about all this stuff that's caught in my head um most of the time so yeah something like this is super resourceful
0: i love it yeah and i i find this very beneficial for myself too and not just getting stuff out of my own head but getting to talk with people who are setting out to achieve super incredible things like like yourself so i love it awesome all right so kyle uh i know we we touched on this a little bit earlier but if you had to pick one part of your daily routine to do for the rest of your life if you couldn't do any of the other parts of your of your daily routine what would it be
1: I'm trying to think of my daily routine on a consistent basis, other than checking Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say, I hate to give you the same answer, but I I, I just love sitting in a nice comfy chair in a coffee shop. Uh, no matter the season, most people think it's a wintertime thing, and in Bozeman, that's like you know three quarters of the year. But regardless, <laughs> uh, it is just it is therapeutic.
0: Hey, there's no shame in that, man. I I love doing that myself. That's awesome. And then Kyle, you're you're a film guy, so this is this is a, a good question for you. What is your favorite movie?
1: I think you might already know this answer, but Star Wars. Yes, I I did know <laughs> that. Are you super pumped for the for the upcoming deal? Yeah, I uh, I bought tickets in three different cities, not knowing where I'd be. I knew oh I'd be in goodness. one of the three, um, and luckily today I just found out that these tickets are going for like two hundred bucks on eBay, so I can get rid of the other oh ones. Oh my goodness! Yeah, good for you. I am, wow, I am out of my skin excited. Um, for for many reasons, but I, I can't wait. <laughs>
0: Fantastic, awesome. All right, so we're gonna switch gears here and ask a kind of a funny question. So, Kyle, if you had to watch one music video before you went to sleep every night, what would that music video be?
1: Um. Well, if I wanted to have a good laugh, I would say "Wrecking Ball" by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if, oh, which man. by the way was the first song I ever played on the radio. Really. Uh, Yes, and there's wow. a long story behind that, but we won't get into it. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, the band Coldplay has this song, Every Teardrop is a Waterfall. And uh, the music video is artistically beautiful, visually beautiful. Uh, the lyrics are great. The song's great. Everything about it is uplifting. Um, so it's a good note to end the day on. Awesome.
0: And Kyle, if you had to bring on another partner into the key listener production business, and it had to be a professional athlete of some sort, who would it be?
1: Uh, Well, unfortunately, both of my teams have not done so hot this year. (laughs) Uh, I would say Aaron Rodgers. And why? I'd get get the discount double check, right? Ah, yes. I (laughs) would hope so. That's not the reason. That's not the reason. (laughs) Um, You know I've always been a Packers fan, and for the longest time, Brett Favre was you know, the idol. Mm-hmm. And then Brett Favre stumbled for a few years, uh, some issues. So to see uh, Aaron Rodgers come in and turn the team around and consistently be uh, a captain, a great team leader, um, and just from what I can tell from interviews and whatnot, an enjoyable human, uh, I wouldn't mind having him as a partner. Awesome. All right, so...
0: We've, we've reached the end of the podcast here, Kyle. Thank you so much for taking the time to to talk with me and to share some wisdom to our listeners. Where can people find out more about you as Kyle Steiner and more about Key Listener Productions?
1: You know, uh, Key Listener Productions, you can just go to www.keylistener.com, um, and I'll let everyone in on a little secret. Key Listener is just an anagram for Kyle Steiner. So, it took me a long time to to put together some name that I want to be represented by and I was like, well what better name than my own? But let's just mix it up a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, I, and I
0: absolutely love how you did that. I think it's incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I think Facebook I you know, I don't know how that works anymore, but I think I'm public, <laughs> you know, everyone everyone this technology as much as I love it, it's too complicated. Uh but I would say, you know, if you want if you want to friend me, go for it if that's what needs to be done. But uh, my, my wife pretty much has portrayed social media as much as I don't like admitting that.
0: Awesome. All right, cool. So, and then Kyle, we we always end the show with our guest sharing one of their favorite quotes. So do you have a favorite quote for us that you would share?
1: I do. I have it framed in my, my room. I wake up to it every morning and it's been, the routine for the past three years since it's been hung up in there to read it every single morning.
0: Well, um, it sounds like so a
1: good one. Yeah, so I, I pretty much have it memorized, but uh, it's the Steve Jobs quote from his uh, Stanford um, graduation speech. And it goes, if I get it wrong, I get it wrong, but it goes something like, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the opinions of or don't let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary.
0: Wow. What great advice to end the show with. Kyle, thank you so much again. We really appreciated you having you on, and I know all the listeners are going to super appreciate everything you've shared with us today.
1: Well, uh, I, I really appreciate you asking me to be a part of this. And, and like I said, I'm excited to be in a mix of, of like-minded people and, and people who really love to bump up against the walls and try to, try to break free.
0: Awesome. All right. So for those of you listeners out there uh, who want to know more about the Yield Mastermind group, you can find us at YieldMastermind.com. We're on all the social media sites um, at Yield Mastermind. We thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope to see you again soon.